what was interesting is that as soon as she set that boundary, not only did she spend more time with her family, but her performance improved. You're listening to the High Performance Health Podcast, helping you optimize your health, performance, and longevity. My name is Angela Foster, and I'm a former corporate lawyer and high performance health coach. Each week, I bring you cutting edge biohacks, inspiring insights, and high performance habits to unlock optimal health, performance, and longevity. So excited that you've chosen to join me today. Now let's dive in. Hi friends, have you ever felt you're really struggling to combine the world of work and success and career with family life, where you can kind of find yourself in that position where when you're not working and you're spending time with your family, you start to feel really bad, you feel like you should be working more. And then when you're at work, you feel bad because you feel like you should be spending more time with your family. And it's kind of a trap that you can fall into. And I think some of that I've certainly found in my business and combining it with my family life is it's about being really, really clear on my values, both for my business and my life and really live in, in in alignment with those. And that's a core principle of biosyncing is to live in sync with your highest values and also setting clear boundaries. And what I found is what my guest Simon Alexander Ong says in this short clip is that being a parent can actually make you more productive and you can you can have time for both. There is definitely a way of managing it and maybe even seeing your family as being a source of enhancing your success and making that a reality for you. It's very, very powerful. So enjoy this short clip with Simon Alexander Ong best-selling author of the book Energize where we discuss this and then if you want to listen to the full episode it's episode 251 and we'll put a link to that episode in the top link in the show notes. I think lots of women in particular listening to this will feel that thing where they they always feel guilty when they're sort of at work that they're not spending enough time with their children and then when they're with their children they have this sort of pressure that they should be working. How would you um how would you help women kind of handle that their cost to be, if you like? Yeah, I think that is that is something that I've noticed amongst many people, actually, that yeah. we feel guilty when we're not spending enough time with our family or children. Uh, we feel guilty when we're not working enough. Uh, and I think some of that is an extension of what we've been led to believe. You, you know, over yeah. so many years, we've been led to believe that if you're not doing something, then you're not productive, i.e. if you are slowing down, if you're enjoying life and you're not doing work, then you're not productive. And so we can feel very guilty if we're not doing work. We can feel very guilty if we're not spending time with children because we're always told you've got to do this, you've got to do that, you've got to spend more time with this, but you've got to work at the same time. But how can we do everything at once? And I think on the one side, it's like something my wife and I had to had to find peace with as well is that when we put our daughter into nursery for the first time, we felt, should we have her home more? Should we be spending more time with her uh, rather than sending her to nursery this early? And the way we found peace with the setup we had is that actually with this arrangement, we can show up better as a parent because when she comes home, we as parents have had some rest. We've been able to move forward in the things that are meaningful for us. So by the time our child comes home, we can be completely present with her. And so it's really kind of looking at things, not just from one angle, but actually reflecting on the different ways of, uh, of that situation. Often we just go straight to the negative and we go, OK, I'm going to send my child to school. I'm not spending enough time with them. But actually, if I look at the setup as a whole, what am I doing with that time? Now, if I'm using that time productively, 
then when I do get to spend time with my family, I can actually enjoy it rather than feel guilty that I should be somewhere else. And the same thing goes with work. You know, yes, it's good to work, but we've also got to be careful not to overwork because often what happens is that when we procrastinate or we uh, we have lots of time on our hands, many of us fall into the trap of just working. We work to fill the hours that we have. But actually what happens is that if you create some boundaries in your life, you will work around that. You know, I, I get asked often the question from other parents uh, who are entrepreneurs saying, Simon, do you feel more productive now you are a parent or were you more productive before you were a parent? And I say, actually, I feel more productive now I am a parent. And that is because I know that once I drop my daughter at nursery, I've got a set number of hours to get things done if I want to spend quality time with her once I fetch her from nursery and bring her home. So if I want to spend quality time with my family in the evening, what must I do in the hours that I have during the day to make me feel that I've had a productive day? And so what that does is it forces me to not only prioritize, but it gives me the focus I need to get things done. And not let time expand to the task given, right? Indeed. That's the thing. Yeah, Indeed. I've definitely that's found that with children. Do. It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? Because that's what many of us do. We, uh, mm, we yeah, just yeah. fill up all the time we have uh, with work when actually we could use that time more more productively. Definitely. And I think also, like many of us who've worked, have backgrounds in the city, have been conditioned, as you say, to work very long hours. I know as a lawyer, you know, we were judged on our chargeable hours. That was the thing. I think it was <laughs> when I left law for the first few years, I used to have these nightmares that I like, hit my hours or something, even though I was working so ridiculously hard. I was always over the hours. But it was just that conditioning. And I think it's difficult because, as you say, like particularly in the entrepreneurial world, really, you're stepping into a world of creativity. And if you're kind of really, really tired, really burnt out, or you're kind of plagued by anxiety, but you can't create from that space. So managing your energy, as you say, in the book, I found has been probably the most critical thing to my success. Yeah. And, th- and there's a great example I, I share in the book as we talk about this topic, because I share a case study of a client who, when she had children, she did not want to spend too much time away from them. She wanted to actually spend time at home to see them grow, to see them develop. And so what she did is she created a boundary of work. Um, you know, I guess in some ways to keep in mind she was fairly senior. So in some ways she could do this. I know not everyone can. But what she did is she said she wanted to be out of the office at five. Dead on five, she wanted to be out of the office on the way back home. And what was interesting is that as soon as she set that boundary, not only did she spend more time with her family, but her performance improved. So she was a she was a fund manager and she's overseeing billions of dollars of assets. And what happened is the performance of her fund that she was overseeing markedly improved. And I remember asking her, what do you think contributed to this pivot in performance? I mean, before it was performing okay, but nothing to write home about. And suddenly, once you created this boundary, the performance of a fund drastically improved. And she said to me, Simon, I think one of the major contributors is the fact that I had this boundary because once I had the boundary in place, I did not have time to overthink. I went with my guts more. I went with my intuition more. And I didn't have time to question my thinking because if I had to get out of five, there was a time limit. Whereas before children, I could stay in the office for a little longer to 
think back and forth in my mind to question my my gut or my intuition. But now I didn't have that luxury of time. And so in a way, it's helped both me having more time with the family and also the performance of the fund I'm overseeing. Mm, it's interesting. Those boundaries, I've definitely found them to work. How interesting. It obviously made her a lot more or the organization a lot more money. Um, what are some of the things that you do? Because I know you're like very high energy. Um, I heard you speak really, really impactful. Loved your talk um, when we met at the event uh, a few months back. Um, what are the things that you do on a daily basis to really maximize your energy and also that positivity? Sure. So I, I like to look at it on a on, on a weekly basis because I think of my schedule in days, uh, how I allocate my energy. So when I think about energy, I see it in four dimensions. So physical energy, mental energy, emotional energy and spiritual energy. So at any given point, I'm touching base with myself, uh, doing an energy audit, if you will, just to see how I'm feeling in each of those areas. And if an area is particularly low in scoring, I will address that. And some of the foundational habits I have to address those areas are exercising daily. So that has been a habit of mine ever since I, I got married is that every day I do some form of exercise, something as simple as walking or swimming to something more extreme as a boot camp class uh, or a strength workout in the gym. I do daily reading. Now, I'm a lot more flexible these days as to how the daily reading gets done being a parent, uh, whereas before I would just read a book. Uh, now I combine the use of physical books, digital books and audio books, uh, given the schedule I now have. And when it comes to mental and emotional energy, journaling has been a, a very powerful activity that I've embraced in the last few years, because for me, it's been so helpful to just download what's in my mind onto paper, especially when there can be a lot of noise going on in here sometimes. So just to be able to clear what is on your mind and to discover the best way forward can be very powerful. Spiritual energy, it just comes back to reminding myself of my values and what is most important and just how I can serve more in the world. And I think what allows me to get energy from that is by seeing this this process as a game. I think that when we gamify any journey, it does bring an element of energy to it. You know, if someone said to you, here's a problem that we need to address that has a feeling of negative energy. But if we reframe that and go, actually, here's the challenge we have to overcome, that somehow energizes us. It's the same way uh, as when we play a video game. You know, when you play a video game and you're presented with a challenge to get to the next level, you're energized to find a solution. And so for me, it's understanding, well, what are the things that give me energy, that give me meaning and purpose in life through work and through my uh, personal activities? And how can I find ways to access that more often and do them in more creative ways. So those are some of the things that I'm considering each week uh, and some of the daily habits that are, that, that are important to me. I hope today's episode inspired you on your journey to vibrant health and high performance. Make sure you check out the show notes for a summary of all the important links to everything we talked about. And if you enjoyed this episode, hit the follow button and share it with a friend on social media or leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. Remember, achieving high performance health is about getting 1% better each day. 
So think about one thing you learned from today's episode and start implementing it today. Share with me what you've learned on social media over at Angela S. Foster. I love hearing from you and connecting with you. Have a beautiful day and always remember you are worthy of your dreams. Thank you.